Hey everyone, the complex PTSD guy here. Um, I'll start out by saying that I'm not a doctor or psychologist. I'm just someone living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own ideas and experiences. Today I wanted to talk about a book that I recently decided to read again. It's a very well-known book. Um, It's probably one of my top five favorites. I haven't read this since high school. I remember when I was about 16, we were uh, required to read this for my English class. And I remember in high school, one of my classmates commented that the main character in the book, the character reminded them of me. Back then, I totally agreed with them. But looking back now, I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not. I think what they mostly were referring to is the main character's struggles. And after watching and reading several reviews of this book, several people believe this main character had PTSD, if not severe depression, or both. So that is probably what my classmate was referring to, because in high school, I definitely had severe depression, and they probably noticed that. The book I'm referring to is The Catcher in the Rye. I'd have to say, out of all the books I read in high school, this one was the most relatable, and it was one I could not stop reading. Most books I'll read a few pages or maybe a chapter, but I usually put it down. But this was one of those books that I just read and read. My reading comprehension was actually really bad back then. And maybe that is part of the whole cognitive issues that I've discussed in the past related to my complex PTSD. But the book was always easy to follow, and I've always liked books that were narrated to you. And Holden Caulfield was the narrator the main character. I didn't go to private school or live near New York City like the main character does, but his sadness and his outlook on life were very relatable at the time. I read that the author J.D. Salinger was also in a psychiatric hospital as well. Just after he got out of World War II, he actually put himself into a hospital, and I'm just guessing he probably had PTSD from the war. Otherwise, I don't know how he could have written this so well. Several commentators have pointed out that the main character was in a tuberculosis clinic rather than a mental hospital, but if you read further into the book, he keeps talking about how he broke a bunch of windows when his brother died and how he was going to be psychoanalyzed. Towards the end of the novel, he talks about having someone psychoanalyze him again. So I think he, even if he might have been in a TB clinic at the beginning, I think eventually he was in a mental health facility of some sort, or he was using the TB as an excuse to not admit he was in a mental health facility. That's my opinion. The author might have just been intentionally vague about it to make you wonder. And the author, by the way, never did like any interviews or anything regarding this book. He was always very quiet about it. And that makes sense when you think about it. If you write something so personal, sometimes people don't want to actually talk about it They just want you to read it and experience it. I've seen reviews where people really, really dislike the character of Holden Caulfield. They really tear into him. They think he's a jerk. And after reading the book as an adult, I can see why they think that. But in my opinion, he's not a jerk. He's just lost and hopeless, and he's angry. He's failing out of school, which, by the way, I also almost did that in high school. So that might be another reason my classmates said that I was similar to this character. I didn't fail high school, though. I will say he's the character is very judgmental of people at times. 
and he's very naive at times too about his own behavior in regards to why people react to him the way they do. If he would see people in a different light and coming, you know, get to know them from where they're coming from, I, I don't think he would be as judgmental, but that's also part of growing up and becoming an adult. And this is a coming age story of a junior in high school. He's also very erratic. For example, when he suddenly decides to run away and move out west, which he never does because his little sister didn't want him to, that erraticness is also a sign of severe depression and having suicidal thoughts. If you've ever struggled with suicidal thoughts, which I've discussed on this podcast in the past, you know what I'm talking about. And when you have severe depression or you're in a suicidal state, you're not thinking clearly. And in this book, he's definitely not thinking clearly in numerous situations. So it's definitely from a young person's point of view. Not that adults can't have those feelings too. I just thought this was an interesting book to mention since I really do think this character has PTSD. His PTSD is from when his younger brother, Allie, passed away. The part where he writes Strad letters, his roommate, Strad letters paper, his English paper, about his brother's, about Holden's brother's baseball glove is very telling in regards to this. So he can't stop thinking about his younger brother. So Stradlider is this roommate who's a jerk, and he he says he wants Holden Caulfield, his roommate, to write his paper for him because he's going to go on a date, and his paper's due, and basically he's just being a jerk and pushing his paper onto Holden because Holden's good in English. English is the only good thing that he's, his subject that he's good at is writing. So he writes this paper. It's supposed to be a descriptive paper, and he decides to write it about his brother's baseball glove because when you have PTSD, there's certain things you just can't stop thinking about. So when he writes this paper about the little poems that his brother had written on his baseball glove before he died, that's the PTSD talking, in my opinion. The main point of the book is he doesn't want kids to grow up so he is imagining himself saving them from running in a rye field that has a cliff. So it's the catcher in the rye. It's a cliff where they will fall off if he doesn't save them, basically from becoming adults. He doesn't want kids to become corrupted. He's projecting his own coming of age, which is, has been painful. He doesn't want them to go through the pain of what he's going through. And so his experience, he's projecting onto them because he doesn't think much of adults. He doesn't like adults. Um, He thinks they're crummy and phony and jerks. So he's trying to save kids from going through this pain. He wants to, like, save the innocence of youth. I read other reviews that said, why is this book such a big deal? I don't get it. A lot of people said that about this book, and I can understand that too. Why is it such a big deal? But it is a big deal because it's so honest, and kids who battle... Kids or teenagers who battle severe depression in their youth, like I did, they relate to it. And they also relate to the fact that this is nothing new. There's nothing new about this, this pain. We need to see that people of the past went through the same things that we do now. And when I say now, I'm speaking of my high school years. So in my high school years, I was thinking, oh my gosh, this is nothing new. A few things that stand out to me as I read this as an adult... I never really remembered that Holden smoked so much. When, there's one page where he says he smokes three packs a day. That's a lot for someone who's 16, and that's also showing his stress. He's stressed out. 
And this would also relate to the tuberculosis lung issues, if that part is true. He also says he's very kind of almost underdeveloped or not healthy. I think that would also relate to his depression. His conversations with people are very disconnected in a way. For instance, when he's talking to one of his old friends, he's in like a bar or something, and the friend keeps getting upset with him, and it's almost like he can't see how annoying he is. Holden can't see how annoying he is. And in some scenes, his hopelessness is profound, and he even talks about wanting to commit suicide. And when he's talking with certain people, his depression is just so apparent. Um, Even with adults, I'm a little bit confused, and it strikes me as odd that more of the adults don't really... They don't really see what's wrong with him. Um, And I'm surprised he doesn't talk more about his parents. He mentions them, but there's hardly any scenes with his parents. I would have loved to have seen more of his actual scenes with his father. Because there's scenes where the little sister keeps saying, Dad's going to kill you, Dad's going to kill you, because he's flunked out of school for like the third time. Um, But I, I wish I could have seen more scenes with the dad. It really feels like these are the author's real experiences. They always say to write what you know, and I think this is real for much of the novel. I remember when I wrote my play, that was all real, and everyone kept saying, this is, this is, this is amazing, you know, this is very well written and very believable, and, and then eventually I admitted to the cast, this is all real. So it's, you know, the saying is true, write what you know. But I just thought I I had to mention this because it is one of my most beloved novels. Um, And even if you think the character is a jerk, if you look at him from a different perspective, you'll see it's really just anger. He's angry at the world. Um, But I wanted to mention this again because I do think the character has PTSD. And when I read the review where someone said that, it made me want to reread this book. So if you've never read it, I would recommend it. You may not like it, but if you read it, I would say... If you read through the whole thing, the last few pages, the last couple chapters, um, you really, it really dives down into what he's going through. That's all I wanted to share for today. This is the Complex PTSD Guy signing off.